0: Michele, welcome.
1: Nathaniel, thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Very honored to be here, actually.
0: You are welcome. You have been on my list for a long time, so um, (laughs) finally you're here. And um, how are you doing?
1: Fine. Doing super fine. Fine. Thank you very much. Also
0: during this Corona thingy?
1: Well, I find it challenging. This time, more than the first one, actually the first one, you know, everything is new, you have a bit to... Yeah, maybe the first two weeks we had to adapt, but then I must say it went pretty smoothly, you... I mean, we know that summer was close, no? It mm. was so just a matter of waiting a bit. Now, instead, it was in October, you know, the very beginning of winter. So it's a bit more challenging. I find it a bit more challenging. Mm. But nevertheless, you're doing fine. You're very lucky. Um, we are very lucky. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you don't have a, a dedicated workspace at home?
1: I try to create try. a bit. Not separated. in the kitchen, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not in the kitchen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well so I, I I do also some meetings uh, from the okay, kitchen okay but I try to create a bit of, uh, a space in my living room with monitors desk uh, now mm. I have also professional seats so I try to create something that's separated from the usual great. life
0: great right so anything uh, have any special events now on Christmas planning anything
1: well uh, fortunately I will be able I hope so, at least, <laughs> to go to Italy and uh, to visit my parents, so oh, it was, yeah, it was in doubt until the, the very last, um, you know, my parents are a bit aged, let's see, so my greatest preoccupation was for them more than, than for me, for myself directly so i wanted to come up with a plan actually to minimize the risk of bringing the virus there because that's my biggest concern so i decided that my parents live in florence so mm. that's the city where i was born but florence is not a big airport so uh, most of connector connections are either to pisa or bologna in this case i fly to bologna in order to avoid to take bus trains etc i decide to spend a bit of money to directly hire a car and i will go and drive to Florence directly to avoid to minimize risks
0: Mm. Mm. great so i think your parents are looking forward to you
1: absolutely absolutely because from one side you know how parents are from one side they they don't want to make you pressure but on the other side Without seeing you, they're dying a bit inside. Uh, You know, I have no siblings, no. Hmm. So my parents live alone and uh, they encourage me a lot to do my experience, to go abroad, to live my life, etc. But it's very important that for events like Christmas, uh, we we can see, we can hug, we can spend some time together. That's that's really important.
0: Great, nice. Uh, Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah. Of course, with pleasure. So, uh, oh well, I'm Michele, You <laughs> know that. So I, I come from from Italy. Was born there. Uh, I'm a team lead now and a backend developer of my team in uh, in uh, in Liferando. Uh, I moved to Germany now. It's already more than four years. You know, Nathaniel. Uh, time flies. Really. Sometimes when I think about that, I remember the day the day before taking the flight to Berlin. Uh, walking around my, my, in my neighborhood just to live a bit, to live again. The last time, you know, the streets there with a lot of fear, super scared. Yeah, but now it's four years and uh, and almost and a half. And yeah, joined Fernando two years and a few months ago. So yeah, that's me. That's and
0: me. background-wise, how, where, what did you, college, school, yeah, educational background so
1: um, my family is more scientific let's say and driven so uh, my father uh, has a master in physics and my mother in Mathematics. Oh wow, that's <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, very so, high. So,
1: yeah, it was very lot of,
0: lots of pressure, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So it was pretty let's say unlikely that I will have grown up as an artist, no? Yeah. So somehow I decided to follow the the path of my 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 father without any pressure actually. I still remember that they constantly every 2 weeks were asking me are you sure are you sure you want to go to study physics so yeah that's what i decided to study uh, after high school so uh, i did see the, both the, the bachelor and the, the master in uh, in physics Oh, yeah. great yeah, yeah
0: wow your parents must be very proud of you right yeah, especially nice. your father your yeah, father, yeah, father must be so, like yeah. <laughs> made it I think so and think now it's so. a developer oh, what are these <laughs> what are these
1: <laughs> <crazy>? what <laughs> are these <crazy? laughs> uh, actually should, I should tell some story. I could speak about this also because right. actually my father was uh, harder hmm. hardware um, programmer in early in his career mm. and my father is 18 so you programmer at that time so with the with, uh, uh, the, the you know the piece of paper with the with the, yeah, with the yeah, holes yeah, yeah. I don't They're know punching holes in the, yeah, exactly. the paper yeah so they were programming like these mm. if you if you did a mistake like this you had to to start from scratch <laughs> again and again and again so uh, i have uh, he told me some funny stories how i was programming in I anyway mean, uh, it was 70s <laughs> in wow. the 70s
0: wow great amazing no no debugger
1: <laughs> the there was no no IDE, you no know, IDE, not Daniel, no nothing, <laughs> no, QAs, no QA, no QA,
0: <laughs> Scrum Master,
1: you <yes>. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Great. And uh, so somewhere down the line, you then decided to switch career, right? Exactly. Want to talk about exactly. that a little yeah. bit?
1: Yeah, with pleasure. With pleasure. This is um, thinking about it. It's it's nothing particularly strange, of course. But I must say that if I think it, to it retrospectively, when I was 25, 24, I would never thought to do what I, what I did. No. Um, so after the, I took the master, um, actually I actually chose not to continue with the academic career. Uh, I was a bit bored a bit disappointed. Um, I think that I took the master's degrees in two thousand ten. 2010. 2010 us this year tell you something wow. <laughs> yeah that was the year of the crisis mm. no and uh, i did my 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 um, uh, my thesis in in madrid and uh, in, in 2010 before the crisis actually was soon before 2008 9 spain was really amazingly booming Spain. I in, yeah, okay. it was in this university where mm. they were building um, a new building for 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 science, for the department of physics, mathematics, etc. completely new, latest technology, etc. Mm. And university got they were getting a lot of funds. Then the crisis came, and they stopped everything.
0: Everything. Wow.
1: Really, mm. funds to university dropped, and uh, and so also possibility to do the PhD there. Actually, however, I must say that. I was a bit bored so i i asked myself do you want to do this your whole life so i i i got i had fun so i was enjoying what uh, what i was doing but then asking myself yeah exactly do you want to do that and the answer was a bit, no no i don't want to do that my, my whole life mm. and so i decided okay university is over for me definitely mm. and then i decided to actually it was not super easy to decide what to do, because at that point you have you know, to, to, to invent something, no? Um, so, also thanks to my, my father, I got the idea to try in the energy field, which was also a good experience. So, I uh, I went to Rome to do what's called a second level master. So, it's, it's a master, a short master, is nine months, okay? And that was interesting, challenging for some aspects. Uh, and then I started working the energy energy field, energy sector. Mm. Soon after finishing this master, that was 2000. Um, what I must say is that I, once again, I pretty soon sure understood that that was not what I wanted to do.
0: But you finished the master, right? Yeah, the second yeah one? I finished the master. Mm. Afterwards, or oh, during the time you were doing it, you realized this is not for me.
1: No, during the the master was challenging mm. so I didn't have think, the time, to, time think to think about it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it wasn't really challenging you, you just had to do, to do that and that, that was the, the goal yeah that was okay Um, when I finished the master actually I found immediately a job as an energy consultant so I was advising um, industries actually big small industries uh, about the energy so I was like an advisor a consultant but I soon understood that again. That was not what I wanted to do. Mm. It was not enough. It was not uh, challenging enough. You know. You know. You know. I mean, you also have this feeling. Yeah, about, yeah, I know. When I, inside of you, you, there is something that makes you some can, noise. You
0: can do more. You can yeah. do more. You can, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can reach more. Yeah. And
1: so I decided. Uh, this was longer the process because I just was feeling that. Then I guess you want to know how I came
0: to the so, programming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the most interesting part. How exam. how did it?
1: Who who? That's who why I'm here. You? You know. <laughs> so the point is this: I always liked uh, IT, technology. IT uh, at the university also did some programming uh, courses. I think two per year two classes of programming per year. So it was very low level programming, so it was something like a, a writing a driver for mm. a laboratory tool mm. to connect it to, to Windows, for example. It's kind of program, so pretty, very low level C. Not even C++, C. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, somehow I, uh, I liked it, so I, I had also some experience in um, scripting language. Um, for example, there was um, an online game, maybe I've heard, Battle, um, uh, for, uh, battle for not battle for not Okay, it was uh, a game, open mm-hmm. source. Web, uh, web, web. Oh, okay. uh, no, it was not You had to download, download. it. Okay. Yeah, mm. but it was open source, and it, it had also a scripting language language to create uh, extensions. Mm. And so uh, now I don't really remember which one was there. I think 2009, 2008, something like that. Uh, with two people that I I knew on the internet, we created the most downloaded extension for that game. So it it was not a real programming language, but it was a scripting language. This is the background. Just that I always liked technology, I always liked games, of course. Um, Then I really enjoyed the computer classes at the university. And, uh, well, you know, I I was playing a browser game at that time, with, with a friend especially. And we were really angry that the, the browser game was not good enough that was oh, 2010 actually mm. 2010 during the crisis playing play yeah, video yeah. games <laughs> yeah exactly what <laughs> else can you do no <laughs> in crisis or <of> pandemies <laughs> yeah i can and uh, i can imagine yeah. yeah we are somehow disappointed so we are telling each other for months and more okay we could do better and then First, I decided, okay, uh, I had uh, it was two thousand twelve. Started working on um, on this new, new new work, no, and uh, I decided, okay, I want to learn progr- seriously to learn programming seriously. That was the first thing I wanted to do with the idea that, okay, maybe we can build. I can build a new game mm-hmm. from a, something simple, no. You just need motivation to start sometimes, no? even if it's something unreachable at the very beginning.
0: And this friend of yours, is this someone you already like knew a long time ago, or a friend from school, from college? I knew... Or also a friend from work who was bored with his work and said, hey, <laughs> let's get out of here, <laughs> let's start programming.
1: No, no, no. He, he was, I knew him playing an online game, mm. actually. And then, by chance, he lived in Madrid. Mm. So I became very good friend with him during my Erasmus in Madrid. And he was already uh, a developer. He was professionally already a developer. He's a bit older than me, a few years, but uh, he was already a developer. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I wanted to, to start uh, coding. and um, I, I, Of course, I had a, f- a couple of friends, especially one. I had one friend who was and is a developer in Italy. He gave me some hints, not really a lot of help, but you know, so learn SQL, he told me, yes. and then learn PHP, okay? That was, is he, he mostly suggesting, he, he, he gave me a book. That was the first programming language uh, coding book. The first coding okay. book. Which one? SQL, <laughs> not really programming language, okay. but coding related, that was the first mm-hmm. book. And, uh, and then I started by myself. Mostly by myself. Still remember the first year after. After one year, I realized. Okay, this really I mean, what, uh, what what the code developer was was doing. But so the first year was really only only coding, only only learning with the very basics, and it was tough. But it took me week after week, month after month. It it took me. Mm. I mean, I was into that. And then I was dedicating more time, more time, more time.
0: So uh, uh, while you were working in this energy company, right?
1: Energy, energy company.
0: Uh, energy company, you, uh, after work, you would come home and program yeah, and learn at, how to code. At, and yeah. before work, you would learn, okay, wow.
1: I mean, the first month, as I told you, I was not really totally dedicated yet, mm-hmm. no. After a few months, even before the money, after a few months, I realized, Oh, I like this. I really like this. This constantly need of learning and learning so much, and you see, you're you're scratching just the surface, and then it took me completely. And then I des- I, I realized that this could have been a way uh, to, to to make a living. I, I could not make a living of that. Uh, but uh, I knew that uh, I needed to learn so much. And at the same time we decided with this friend, hey, and no, no, wait, I was first first alone, I decided, okay, I want to build a game, meanwhile I was learning, so, yeah, it took me completely, so, for almost three years, I think, two years, between two and three years, even more, every day, I finished working at six, I run as fast as possible at home, and I could until midnight, sometimes 11, sometimes one, at least five days a week, okay, from 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 Monday to Thursday. Then on Friday, usually I took it off because, you know, also the mind, the brain needs to rest sometimes. And then between Saturday and Sunday, uh, also several hours split, split between the, the two days. And this for two years and a half, three years. And uh, after one year, one year and a half, I was also a bit working, so make some money, you know? but uh, I decided to go deep with this game. And after one year and a half, I brought uh, into the project my friend, mm-hmm. and then after, yeah, more or less one year and a half, we decided, okay, let's let's do this game, let's create our own startup, and uh, uh, make a living with it. And in, in case it doesn't work, we will have learned so much, and then we will find another job. No, that was the plan. I mean, he ha- he has, he was already a developer, as so I told you, so it wasn't really working. And that that lasted for years. And a certain point, well, it was. Coming close, the time to launch the startup to, to, I mean, the, the, the project was was going actually actually well. So the game was there. We also paid a few um, graphic designers, two graphic designers, to help us. And so we also invested some money. Uh, we took contacts with a with a company in, in London to create the start because you know London is super easy. There are these companies that let you open a company without mm. even having to live there. Mm. No, they take care about everything. You have to pay, of course, but. Something even so crazy. But this was two thousand to 15. Around 15. 1415, okay? Mm. You remember what was the what happened in those years? I uh, think mobile phone something, mobile exactly. devices. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the mobile market of the apps and games boom mm. so in, in in two years the gaming industry was completely revolutionized oh so
0: and we, you were already building something in the web
1: <laughs> exactly because we were we were being something for the web we are not up app, developers we had no idea how to build an app you know and, and so we are browser-based mm. and that in a short amount in one year it killed all our competitors they, that it might seem oh great you don't have any more competitors no that, that's a tragedy because there is no market anymore so only one or two survived one of them is still still still, mm-hmm. still still there but it killed our market so we understood that we had no chance no chance mm-hmm. to to really make a living on that and mm-hmm. So this this killed a bit our hope of launching a startup. Wow!
0: So, uh, did you guys have you uh, thought of switching to mobile development, or was it like no, we don't?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would have needed more people. I mean, hmm. in those years it was not so easy to yeah. build uh, um, apps for two. Uh, for, for iOS and Android, for example, or they were hybrid. It was it was booming, no, mm. and we had no skills, really. We had no skills, so uh, to, to to do something like this, mm. and uh, uh, it would have required too much too effort much effort. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. However,
1: we were not so desperate. I mean, we knew that this would ha- could have ha- happened, no. Mm. Therefore, we said, okay, plan B. My f- my my friend um, went into the direction of big data, so he did a course uh, in big data, and it was really great. He's he st- he
0: still in Italy now.
1: Uh, in Madrid. In Madrid. Madrid yeah, okay. still in Madrid, and mm. he took a course. He did this uh, specialization in big data, found a, a job, another job, much more paid than before mm-hmm. so he achieved that my case i said okay i want to make an experience abroad i mean um i already as a as i told you, we wanted to create a, a startup in in london uh, but at this point i said okay i want to prepare to to look for a job as an employee a normal employee so i want to prepare uh, i gave myself something like six months where instead of that, coming back home and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating a game, I will come back home and prepare for interviews, you know, reading stuff. And um, yeah, six months, and then I will start applying for a job. You know, life is strange, know, Sometimes, not that like, You know? So we arrived to the, to the reason why I'm here. And uh, so we took, uh, with a girlfriend that I had at that time, a short vacation, four days, five days, to Berlin. What happened? I fell in love with the city. <laughs> really, five days. It was it was um, December, mm-hmm. uh, cold, but I really like, for example, the Christmas um, atmosphere. You no, know? so with the Christmas market uh, lights. I don't know. Some somehow the giant atmosphere, the the vibes. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Berlin caught me. And then I started a bit to research when, once I come, came back to, to Italy. Mm. And I started thinking, well, but this city, why well, London? Mm. When, when I could go to Berlin, I mean, it's, it's the second tech city in Europe, and probably now it's the first since, you know, London is not anymore in the European Union. Um, and so really, I, I, I decided, OK, let's start with, with Berlin. I mean, I have to start from somewhere. And yeah, actually, I was lucky. so. A crazy guy in a startup hired me after <laughs> a Skype interview uh, only eight, 10 days after I started sending CVs. All
0: right, great. Um, let's talk a little bit about the tech scene in uh, in Italy. I mean, your friend stayed mm-hmm. in Madrid, in Spain, mm-hmm. and uh, that seems, seems to me that Spain is doing well when it comes to tech, right? Uh, I mean, better than it Italy, yeah. maybe.
1: It depends. Let's say that also Madrid is not really a tech uh, city. There is something, so the scene is for sure better than most uh, Italian cities, that's for sure. But probably in Spain, Barcelona is the, their best tech mm-hmm. city. Spain. So I think that Italy and, and Spain have much in common. So the tech scene is not so developed. And um, in Italy, the only real tech city is Milan. So that's the only city that in Europe that can be compared to European cities with also salaries that are much higher than the average in Italy. And I think in Spain the same. So Barcelona is the first one, and there is also, of course, so- something in, in Madrid. But I, I wouldn't compare Madrid to the to the other cities.
0: And uh, so in Italy, is like um, professions like software development. Is it popular? people, all look, people looking forward to to do uh,
1: so something. Taking into account that I, I grew up in Florence, and Florence is not really the most tech city in Italy, so it's more city for for artists, you know, people that I mean, come. Software
0: development is art. That
1: that, <laughs> that 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 I agree completely, but people don't know that. <laughs> That's the problem, no. So um students come to to Florence I um, abro- no, students from abroad come to Florence not to study computer science yeah, they come to Florence to study languages architecture arts all kinds mm. of arts and um, so the scene in, in Florence is extremely poor, mm. poor
0: start up meetups very low now no, no that's
1: thing. super Sad, you don't even have the possibility to go to meetups to learn in Florence because there are no no such meetups, hmm. and that's true for a lot of cities in uh, in Italy. So the tech scene is really underdeveloped. There are here and there, for example in Bologna, uh, there is something, but the only I would say the only city that can be compared to the other European uh, tech cities is is Milan. So my choice at that point could have been to go to Milan, but I know no one in Milan. So at that point, I wanted to make an experience also abroad, a, a real working experience abroad, other than only the five months of Erasmus.
0: So if you had the budget, let's say you have the budget, mm-hmm. would you like start a launch a startup or launch, let's say, a coding school boot camp in Florence or would it be something like that? Nobody, no. nobody would be interested
1: <laughs> no in Florence, never ever will start okay. something the team of the startup you know I wanted to create a startup so for a few years it started to you know to stay in my mind but um, at the moment let's say that I have known people with startups I uh, also working in a startup before joining Ferrando I appreciate much more the work life balance okay now. Now it's really important. I mean, you know me, I'm very dedicated to work. I have no problems doing overtime if we need it. And I'm really passionate and uh, an extremely important part of my life. But I'm also happy that when I come back home in the evening, I don't have to think about new strategy to make my startup, earn more money (laughs) and survive the next month,
0: honestly. Yeah, get it, get it. And uh, so uh, you came to Germany, you're working for a startup, and then how did you switch to uh, Liferando? Uh,
1: so, you know, I was working in a startup, no? Um, in a small startup. We are 13, our biggest point of growth. And uh, you have to do everything really you have to do everything
0: <laughs> design <laughs> no fortunately not design i have a
1: good friend I tried, i'm trying to bring him to oh, live yeah. around but he doesn't want to play however um you have to do everything really um, so i was hired to build uh, um, a social network a small niche social network because the startup works in the life science so it was a social network for uh postdocs researcher in this field okay and uh, they had no web developers at that time, so somehow they, they failed to deliver. No? So I went there with extreme fear. You can you cannot imagine how I was feeling the first day. I was I, I could hear my, my, my heart, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, we did actually an, an amazing job. Uh, we sometimes took confidence of what I was doing, and we completely removed rev- 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 from scratch the 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 application, web the yeah. application because they were not experienced in web development they were trying to develop an application with c++ in mind uh, why why application need to be built a completely different way. so we we, we uh, mo- uh, mostly i wrote the complete application and uh, we created this social network and which
0: uh, which which language libraries did you?
1: So uh, PHP, PHP, we were working in PHP and uh, well, of, of course in uh, JavaScript, the, the front end. I brought Vue there. So they were, they were originally in Angular 1. Yeah. And PHP, they, there is a framework called Falcon. So we kept Falcon. And uh, as I told you, we were to set up on three developers and yet, and then you have to do everything i mean you have to spin up the servers your own service because we had the service in in a room you right. know <laughs> <laughs> no i was the word services at the very beginning yeah. so we had the really the service in the room you have to uh, ssh into a service to update linux install and uh, um the firewall set up correctly, the firewall, etc., 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 from scratch. Then you have to do the back end, you have to do the front end. So I was, uh, well, full stack, of course.
0: <laughs> that's uh, real full stack.
1: That's real full <laughs> stack, real full stack. At the very beginning, we didn't even have um, a software like uh, Jira, no? Mm-hmm. So that was introduced later. I also pushed to to do, to do to be more agile. I tried to introduce agile, and also people were responsive somehow. Fortunately, I had uh, another Italian guy, this this friend of mine. He was already working there. Uh, He's a graphical designer. And uh, so together, really, we did a lot of work. So I I convinced him to to learn CSS. I had to work with CSS less possible and and I taught him actually CSS and a bit of SAS. and then he became much better than me <laughs> really so that was amazing so at least the CSS he was he's a graphical designer he was also taking care about CSS everything and we really teamed well and then we also took um, a working student really talented guy I must say super young I mean when he will be when he will be as old as I am he will be four times better they mean everything <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and that's the point sorry I, I started speaking about that because, you know when you remember it was a nice memory you know the point is that at a certain point there is nothing more to do a certain point in these most startups they give you the possibility to learn very broadly a lot of stuff because I told you you have to take care about everything but then you cannot go anymore deeper at a certain point there is nothing more to learn, and that what uh, start to make me feel a bit bored because I was at a certain point also always repeating a bit the same stuff, always the same things, and then of course I could bring so many things, uh, view so, so, many, so much stuff, but then then you stop. You cannot continue bringing stuff. You cannot. You don't need to scale to go to the cloud to build. Yeah, I started using some services, of course, uh, S3, etc. And there is a limit, and then I felt really, really actually uh, limited. Uh, I couldn't grow, grow more, and also, one, one must also say that I needed more than one hour to reach the office uh, okay. every day. So, one hour, a bit more to go, one hour to come back. Yeah, after a while, that's that becomes a bit.
0: Yeah, I get it, mm. no. and then take away.
1: Yeah, and then came then, and uh, then offered they came. you. Oh,
0: you, you applied or they reached applied, out to you? Applied, you applied, okay. I applied,
1: I applied mm. and I'm really grateful <laughs> mm. to my colleagues that helped me. It was uh, a good luck. I mean, sometimes in life you have to mm. to be lucky, you no? Know? Mm. And that was very good luck that I applied and that uh, it took me. Really yeah,
0: great. great. I'm also really happy that you're part of the team. And I've only heard great things about about you as a person, as a developer. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Too and, kind. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Um, you had a conference with Matthew, right? Yeah. Matthew, Fiori. amazing yeah. experience. Uh, amazing
1: experience. Was
0: that the first time you're talking a conference? So
1: big, yes. I yeah. mean, I, I I've spoken in, in meetups, but you know, I also I also uh, we organize a, a meetup in uh, in Ferrando. Mm. I missed and that. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two times we had to yeah, two meetups and, uh, up to sixty people were there. But this was another <laughs> mm. This
0: was before before Corona.
1: <laughs> yeah, really, really. A few months before Corona. It was mm. November before Corona. Mm. Really amazing experience. I'm uh, really grateful to, to Liferano that asked Matthew and me to, to give a talk there. So really, really grateful for the opportunity. What was the topic about again? So the, the topic was scaling our APIs to 100 million orders. Hmm. That was the topic. So how we are scaling our infrastructure back in the front end uh, to meet such uh, the requirement to, to, to work properly in such a scale, so mm. I spoke about the job that we we, we are doing con- constantly in, in the back-end, so applying domain-driven design, going to event-driven architecture, and uh, Matthew spoke about the refactoring they are doing uh, in the front-end, so using back from front-end, uh, um, server-side rendering, etc., etc., and uh, yeah, that was another level, I, think I still remember the... the the, um, the room was completely full. and Yeah, that's that's a good experience. Uh, I always think that the best way to to learn is to teach. Because mm-hmm. eventually, when you absolutely, yeah, when you, when you fully agree, exactly, <laughs> when you teach whatever, you give presentation, mm-hmm. speak, write. I
0: mean. You you realize how much you know and how much you don't know exactly. <laughs> at the same time <laughs> especially that
1: one and then you are forced yeah. to, to read yeah, to, to read, study yeah. to go deeper yeah. that's
0: a good point yeah and um you also um like i think you also technical writer right you wrote a blog
1: i wrote uh, one or two posts in the blog mm. yeah 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 i don't don't write so much actually but I have a couple of open source packages Oh, open source packages, yeah, great My GitHub, And mm. I take care about these more packages with 20 stars But uh, actually, I think they are um, I mean, it, it makes me feel also useful Even if maybe just a couple, a bunch of people use them mm-hmm. I think that's a bit my way of giving back to the community because we, we use open source every day, no? Mm, and yeah. also open source allowed me and many developers now to become developers actually to learn. So I want to keep a bit of um, involvement in the in the open source scene. Even even a bit, I think it's it's great. It also forces you to keep a high quality standards because you know that your code
0: yeah, has can you. be <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, people are using it
0: in uh, maybe some of your code, people are using it in like a production. Yeah, like, exactly. Using a company. And exactly. Uh, can be, no? If, you don't, if, it, if it breaks, they come to you and say, hey, <laughs> because of Michaelis' code,
1: yeah, our company really. went bankrupt. <laughs> 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 that, that, I don't know. I, 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 I'm sure there are much better developers than me that can fix my, 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 my bugs and my mistakes. But actually, it happens, uh, especially in the past. Uh, uh, that people ping me, hey, but there is this bug, or could you please add this? Mm. And somehow it makes feel you now also you use- useful, mm. no? No, right. that's a bit a bit a small way of, of of giving back actually. So, yeah, but as I told you, it forces you to have to have a high standards. Mm. You cannot put the first thing that comes into your mind uh, comments like this because it's it's a bit the face to the public that you are you're giving, no? Somehow, I, I'm pretty sure that it's also useful when you look for a new job, actually. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Great. All right. Um, where can people reach you?
1: So people can reach me uh, in GitHub, in Twitter. I try to post something uh, useful from time to time. Mm. So I would say that yeah, GitHub, LinkedIn, of course. People can search me uh, in LinkedIn and mm. they can follow me, Great. discover a bit more about my life, if they want. <laughs>
0: All right, Michele. Thank you very much for uh, for your time.
1: I'm really, really, really honored and happy uh, to have been your guest. Please keep up with your your work uh, with the blog. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Thank I you. Mean, I, I, everyone admires you for for, for for your work.
0: Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I wish you the best to um, your your uh, journey to Italy. Hopefully, everything will, goes well. Your, your parents, your family, happy to, to meet you. Thank you very much. And maybe you can show them this. Uh, this I, will. I will. I will. Oh. For sure, I will. <laughs> I look
1: forward to showing them this video. <laughs> uh, and uh, I wish you the best. As all well. right.
0: Great. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This was from Michele. And uh, we're out. Bye-bye.